live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. Hello, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Coil Coaching uh, Podcast, Thriving One. Yes. Um, if this is your first time, my name is Lindsay. I'm Matt. And we are the co-founders of Coil Coaching. So anyway, um, uh, any updates from us? Um, yes. First, uh, we are uh, going to be starting our programs on September 15th. Um, which is upcoming yes. and um, we have a few programs out there. The first one is Kingdomized One and we have our uh, Coil Coaching programs, which is our advanced leadership programs. Right. So um, we are both excited about it. You know, um, we did it last year, our first one, and now we are relaunching it mm-hmm. new and improved. And so we want to invite you to check out our website, coilcoaching.com slash programs and if you have any questions at all please feel free to email us at info at coilcoaching.com and reach out to us so exciting yeah Yeah. so it starts on uh september the 5th and then uh that's when our first Mm -hmm. teaching is going to go out and then uh september 15th is when our first meeting live yeah our live zoom meeting will be happening with the group so so exciting yeah do it with the group you know do it with your friends your family you know, your church. Um, yeah, like um, this is all online. And so, but very interactive. And, um, but, you know, there's a little bit of community in there, um, connection and activation and growing together. Yeah, so we're so really excited about that. And also um, update on Coil Coaching Women. We just had our August um, gathering, online gathering last Friday. And it was amazing, you know, we tapped into the, uh, the power of empathy, which of course mm-hmm. is also, we discussed that in one of our podcasts. So we invite yeah. you to check that out. And if you want to join Coil Coaching Women, um, you can also visit our website, coilcoaching.com and slash women. Yeah. And so we invite you, everybody, you know, if you're a woman, join us, join our community. It's an ever-growing every on- woman <laughs> on- <laughs> online community. And uh, we've had uh, one local gathering, which uh, we had 50, about 50 women come from Reading. And, um, and another good news about Coil Coaching Women is we are going to be having our first in-person retreat here in Redding, California, and yeah. it's going to be in October 21st and 22nd. So that's a Friday and a Saturday. So the plan is Friday evening and the whole day Saturday. So more on that, uh, we will announce that later on. So if you are like, yes, I really want to join the retreat, you know, book those dates and uh, wherever you are, come join us. Yeah, exciting yeah. stuff. And we have, um, do you have, do you have anything else? Like any announcements? No, no that's it. well, let's dive into our podcast today. Uh, it's going to, it's exciting. We're going to be talking about building your life team. team. Yes. So good. Yeah, this is a, this is a fun topic. Uh, mm. And you'll kind of hear some, as we kind of share some of our, our story behind kind of how we've been doing this. Um, but what I want to ask you is who's on your life 
team. Oh, that's good. And uh, the reason for this is, I know just as, as we've grown as individuals, we've grown in a couple in ministry and business, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We've always needed uh, some form of support yeah. in our life mm-hmm. and uh, in the way of people. Yes. Um, so being a support and also receiving some form of support. And when I think about the, the word support, support means to bear the weight of oh. um, for somebody or to give assistance to. Yeah. And uh, it's so key that as you're going throughout life and as you're growing and you're progressing, I would say, in the seasons of your life, you know, from a single to a married, from mm-hmm. married to having kids right. to, you know, from high school to college from college into your profession and Mm -hmm. different professions as you grow and have different seasons. I mean, we've had different professions, Mm -hmm. um, throughout our lifespan. Um, it's so key to have uh, support in those spaces, Mm -hmm. um, for you to actually move forward in success. Cause I know there's times where I haven't had support, um, and it's made the journey real difficult, or mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed support, right. or I wasn't humble enough to receive report, oh, yeah. uh, support, things. Yes. right? Yes. And these are like life lessons, the things mm-hmm. we learn. And I've discovered over my years, though, that having different types of people in my life or in our life mm-hmm. um, has accelerated and has made our journey more beautiful, yeah. more valuable, less frustrating mm-hmm. come on yeah um and so so we want to kind of chat about you know what does it look like to to build a support team what does it look mm-hmm. like to build your yes. what i've been calling here a life team yeah um and kind of what have some of those things look like mm-hmm. uh so i had the privilege in my life to have mentors um mm-hmm. in my life uh starting out in junior high school um, I was, uh, obviously I was going to church and I was going to youth group and the youth group I was a part of had, um, a really solid mentoring system or oh, discipleship yeah. system. Uh, and I always had not the pastor, but some kind of, um, leader within the youth group. Um, and normally the ones that I had were in their twenties or into their like thirties and forties mm-hmm. that were speaking into my life. And so these youth leaders would oversee maybe like five to 10, um, youth. So I always had a, uh, uh, an older guy Mm -hmm. in my life. And in that experience, I discovered the value for having different roles and support roles in Mm -hmm. my life. In that season of my life, you know, junior high, high school, I was a bit of a knucklehead. I was going through Mm -hmm. all the typical teenage things. Um, uh, I was a pretty good kid in a lot of ways. And then the knucklehead Mm -hmm. in other ways. Uh, and so the things I remember the most about my high school, junior high years, um, I don't remember the youth services or the church services I went to, Mm -hmm. um, or the topics even, I can't recall topics, but what I remember is the people that invested into my life, especially when I was a knucklehead, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when I wasn't making great choices. I remember their patience. I remember their consistency and I remember their influence. And I would say that the reason I've done the things that I've done throughout my life. So I would say in the area of um, helping people support missions, work, ministry Mm -hmm. work, it's because of the influence of these gentlemen in my life. Um, You know, I can think, I can think of many of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, One of my mentors, Larry uh, Larry Keller, 
uh, George Negretti, mm -hmm. uh, Tony, uh, these, mm -hmm. these individuals, uh, uh, Doug, you know, right. I, I just, I can list one person after another mm -hmm. that spent time with me yeah. and sewed into my life. And really, apart from my family, my parents, it really developed me into the man mm. that I am yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, what would, I want to share a little story about us. I don't know okay. if you have anybody yeah. that you want to share about, Yeah. Um, like, you know, who, who was meant, who, what mentors or what people sure. specifically in your life stood out to you? Yeah. Well, I didn't grow up in church, like the normal Christian <laughs> church. You know, I was born and raised Catholic um, in the Philippines. Mm. And even then, you know, like I could pinpoint, like as you were talking, pinpoint like certain people who were there for me, who developed me um, as a leader. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't just in the spiritual aspect. There's also like in the leadership area, in the life area, like as we are talking mm -hmm. about right now, you know, um, people that came alongside me, the people that supported me. I could remember teachers, mm -hmm. coaches, you know, like I was yeah. in sports. Um, and I could, I remember my coach and I remember my trainer and I remember my team, right. you know? And so we were in a Catholic, Catholic school. And so it was, it was, it was really, it was really interesting, like what that did to my confidence, yes. you know? Cause I think one of the things, like, as we're talking about building your life team, it's like, it affects you in a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, not just in your character and integrity, but also yeah. in your confidence yeah. and stepping into what you're passionate about. So now putting into like, when I got saved, when I was 18, 19 years old, um, I can also remember like certain people in my life, mm -hmm. like my aunt was my youth pastor, you know, and I remembered some of the youth leaders that rallied around me, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I would say I, I was pretty much also a good kid, but <laughs> you're probably you know, a better kid. Than no, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's perfect. Right. Like right, we all totally. have obviously some flaws, weaknesses and stuff. And, and most of the things that I would remember about my leaders, my mentors, mm -hmm. whether in life leadership and spiritual aspect is that they were there for me you know, when what you would call, you say like, my knucklehead moments, <laughs> or in my case, like when I felt like I have failed, mm. like I would remember moments where I thought I have failed myself, failed my failed people. Um, I remembered people, including you, like you were one of those right. people, like late in the later on years, you know, in my early twenties. I like that, to think that I taught you everything that you know, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was like, wow, like the, 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 like when, when my confidence was low and when I was at my weakest point, um, leaders like yourself mm. and my aunt and other teachers that I've had, my mom, my dad, um, they really stepped up and be like in my weakest moments, like they held me. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes like what I've learned in building your life team is not mm. just about how articulate you are in what you say or your experience, but really is about also holding each other. Yeah. So there's yeah. that empathy piece coming out, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> Since we talked about it last time. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I think as I was listening to you talk to, I was, you know, when you're in high school, when you're mm -hmm. in that younger age, you kind of have these automatic right. mentors in your life, right? Like mm -hmm. for me, my parents went to church. I was in a youth group, not necessarily because I wanted to, but 
you know, I went because it was there and there was something provided for me. Right. But once you leave, I would say like college, yeah, there, there comes a season of maturity where now you have to find, mm-hmm. or you have to, especially as you grow in different spaces, you have to find yeah. mentors. Yeah. And I think uh, that I'm talking to both groups, but more specifically towards as you're out on your own. So out of college, out of those automatic mentor spaces that you actually are actively pursuing and creating um, connection with people that can speak into your life, Uh, but not just speaking to your life. So I want to share an example Mm -hmm. of something. So because uh, mentoring and for me, discipleship, or I would say um, also mentoring people was Mm -hmm. such a a big part of my life. So I, like we do this coil coaching thing, right? right? Like I love sewing into people and developing Mm -hmm. people's lives. Um, But I've been very intentional with having this circle of people around me. And so I kind of want to mention, you know, Mm -hmm. what does your team look like? What's your life team look like? Right. So when we got married, something that was special that we did, something that, Mm -hmm. um, that was a big deal for me in our wedding was we had three, uh, representations of people in our life. And we called these people our honor guards. Mm, Yeah. And these, these people, these were the people that I, that were significant and they signified how I wanted my live our life in relationship. And so there's three types of people. There was one, the first one was the people that I was sewing into. So I'd say maybe people are younger than me or or people that I was discipling. Like I always wanted to have one or more of those type of people Mm -hmm. in my life that I'm sewing into. So it's just like this outflow. And then there's the second one is the people that I'm doing life with. Yeah. Your peers. Yeah. So my peers, peers. who am I running with? Who can I, Mm -hmm. who can I laugh with? Who can I buddy up with? Who can, Mm -hmm. who can I say, Hey, I see you're, you're going through the same (laughs) season, the same rough patch maybe that I am or the, the same celebration. So maybe having kids or transferring mm-hmm. bring into a job believing for a house you know all those kind of things right. um in adulting right. uh, and then the third one is who's speaking into my life yeah and mentors. so yeah mentors like yeah. yeah so i see like these represent mm-hmm. like the sim- the simple way to say this is my my life team yeah this is who i'm running with this is That's who true. i can lean on and mm-hmm. they can lean on me yeah and yeah. That's really good because we, we both had that. So mm-hmm. instead of just to explain a little bit background, like so instead of having a best man, you know, and a maid of honor, um, and we decided that okay, we needed something that represented who we are right. and how we want to live our life, you know. So we were pretty intentional about it. I could remember mm-hmm. us meeting with these people, you know, like the process of choosing them. So this is kind of like like uh, a choosing and an acceptance, you know, because yeah. we we chose, you know, we, we prayed about it, we processed it, you know, we chose the people who were going to represent each of this, you know, the sewing into the people who were, we were mentoring. So we were mentoring, discipling a lot of people. So we chose someone that we felt like could represent that group of people. And then the second one is the doing life with our peers. You know, obviously we have friends, we have a lot of friends, but you know, like the process of selecting, you know, like the people who were discipling and mentoring and the people that we have, that our peers and the people who are mentoring us, you know, we were pretty intentional about it. Mm-hmm. And we sat down with them and I remember that we were explaining it to them, but of course, there's this also uh, the process of them accepting that, yeah, you know, because sure. there's their giving and receiving. And I felt like it was a beautiful, beautiful aspect of our, our wedding, you know, that 
now I realize it now, like, because it was etched in our wedding that now we, we find that wherever we go, like we have, we've been married 16 years. So yeah. we found that wherever we've gone, like we always have this three, three scenarios going on with whatever we're doing. So I'm yeah. really, really thankful for that. Cause I know that Matt and I, you know, we're really very intentional about it um, as a part of building our life community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and but it takes a lot of intentionality, sure. yes. right? And it sometimes it could be a personality mm-hmm. trait, uh, life experience, but developing this these this mindset, I guess, is the best way yeah. to say it is like, who am I looking for? Who do I need? I do I need in my life? And for for those of you that are listening, you know, if, if this is the first time you've heard this kind of so- concept, or you're like, man, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to we're just going to kind of share and talk about yeah. how how we've done it. Um, like who's, who's in our life? What kind of groups do we have? Right. Uh, seasonal shift with mm-hmm. different people. Yes. Um, I think yes. like the key thing in moving into saying like, okay, I need to build uh, my life team. I need to build those who are running with me. Mm-hmm. Those are supportive and those that I'm sewing into. I think uh, there's a phrase that I've heard from, from uh, the rock. He's saying this a the lot rock. lately I love it. Uh, and from uh, Bill Johnson. I heard this mm-hmm. same phrase. And this phrase was stay humble, mm. stay teachable. It's good. Thank you, Rock. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old saying. It's probably been said way before them. But, yeah. but it's, it's a really true thing. Like as we're growing and maturing uh, life, you know, when you're, when you're in a state of growing, uh, there is a sense of life that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the ways to do that is to stay humble yeah. um, and that's to good. stay teachable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really key to recognize that we don't, I don't know everything Yeah. with everything that I've done, my life experience, I'm, four, <laughs> I'm about to turn 44 this year. Yay. Like, like, I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. And even on that topic, I'm reminded, I met with one of my, uh, one of my interns uh, about a couple of months ago, and he's married to a professional athlete. And mm-hmm. so his wife and we were talking about, you know, just the, the professional athlete world and mindsets and how you progressed in yeah. your individual sport. And he said something that she, she told him that, that really like hit me, mm-hmm. um, was she said, she said, I, I turned a corner and really started progressing when I realized that every season mm-hmm. in her sporting industry, she had to realize I didn't know anything. Right. And this helped her. Yeah as he's describing this helped her progress because mm-hmm. if you if you if you stick with what you know mm-hmm. then you end up plateauing right and right. you've kind of have to not throw you know what you do know right. out it's like how do i have yeah. space to see things differently mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and as i go into this next season do i want to keep mm-hmm. doing the old things and stay plateaued or do i want to continue to grow yeah there is a saying that I, as I was, you were talking, like, I remember this, that, um, and I share this with all of my clients in any season, mm-hmm. especially if they're transitioning or coming out of one season into the next, you know, and I tell them like, Hey, don't be afraid to embrace the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, no one, you know, because no one starts out a season as an expert, right? You know, no one starts out in a job as an expert, unless you were hired 
as the expert, you know, consultant, that's different. But when you are stepping into something new, that means it's something that you have never done before. Yeah. So when you, a lot of the times, some of our clients would get frustrated because, oh, it's not what it used to be. Mm. So the thing is, the frustration is that you're trying to take what was into what is now or what is the next. Yeah. But sometimes you have to actually lay it down. And so you can actually have room to take on the, mm-hmm. the new thing, you know, and that's where the humility and the teachability comes in right. because you have to be humble enough to say like, Hey, I don't know mm-hmm. what's in front of me. Like if you've never used a cell phone before, uh, like the first time, the first time I've seen a cell phone in the nineties, like the text and everything like that was, uh, I know that was, um, I'm dating myself that, you know, it was, I had to be humble enough to be like, Hey, Lindsay, even though you're a smart person, with other areas, you know, like learning that you've done, um, this is kind of like new for you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to stay humble and stay teachable in order for you to learn and grow. Yeah. You know, so you don't start out as an expert. Everybody starts out as a beginner when it's there's something new in front of you. So yeah, give good. yourself also, you know, for you, it's just like, oh, but I'm already humble and teachable. Good for you. But, you know, give yourself also that grace to be like, hey, I'm going to be learning something new here and I'm probably going to, make mistakes you yeah. know and that's probably a part of also as you're building your life team is that it's not going to be perfect yeah all the time right yeah. away so so good like so good. good yeah oh for sure yeah yeah when i think about like humility and being teachable one of the things about being teachable is recognizing that you have limitations mm-hmm. right yeah. and the reason you need to learn something or be taught something is because there's a limitation or there's a wall yeah and kind of one of the things I, I talk with my clients about a lot of times is recognizing like if you're hitting a wall, it doesn't mean it's it's a place where you're stopping or you mm-hmm. can't get by. I see I see walls in our life as like walking up stairs. Right. So if I was just like if I was this mouse walking up real life stairs, <laughs> right? I get to it, it feels like a wall, but actually it's an invitation to ascend. Ah, that's good. And there's times where you're where it's really hard and you've got to work to ascend. Mm-hmm. And there's times where you hit that plateau and it's going good. Okay, oh, okay, I got my breath. Right. I'm moving forward. And then I hit another wall. I'm like, oh, there's always walls mm-hmm. where I'm like, it's actually all an invitation to ascend. Yeah, that's good. And I think about it in the scripture, Psalms 24, mm-hmm. it's around three to six in there. It says, who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Those with clean mm-hmm. hands and a pure heart. And the beautiful thing about that verse says a lot, but I'm going to talk about the ascending part is like God's inviting us on a Mm -hmm. journey of maturity. That's good. And one of the key elements, if you haven't read the Bible enough, (laughs) is humility. It's like the one of the first things that Jesus teaches his disciples when he talks about the Beatitudes in Matthew 5 um, is this idea of humility Mm -hmm. is to be teachable. And what does that mean? So when I think about my own personal life and as I'm growing and we you know we've been doing our business here for about uh, two years or so mm-hmm. or more, and uh, I'm always reaching like these limitations in my skill right. set, uh, yes. be it in the area of communicating our value, um, working with clients, uh, a client with, with something that I haven't um, uh, dealt with yet. Um, so how do I navigate and help them through that? Mm-hmm. I, I have to have a mindset of like, I need some form of support yeah and it comes through many different ways today we're talking about like how are you getting finding the people that you need um mm-hmm. on your team your right. life team 
those that you're sowing into mm -hmm. and those that you are receiving one. Yes. And so, um, let's see, what, what, what else? You know, when I'm, one of the things I mentioned earlier was that there's a lot of intentionality mm -hmm. apart. Yeah. There's a lot of intentionality <laughs> that's required in yeah. reaching out. And sometimes you need to, you don't, you need to know what you need before you look for who's right. going to help you. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, so two sides of the coin, I mm -hmm. guess, in that one too. Um, knowing what you, what you know, uh, need to know what you need. Right. Before reaching out, you know, there's, that's a healthy portion of it. And also sometimes like, if you don't know, um, just reach out to somebody. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, a, like a doctor. Like if you, if you, there was something wrong in your body and you know, some of us are a little bit more conscious about that. And so we know like, Oh, I have a cough. I have a fever. I have this. And so you go to the doctor and you tell the doctor, but sometimes you're like, yeah, I have pain here on my side and I don't know why. And you're like, yeah, I should go to the doctor, <laughs> you know? So, so there's two sides of the coin, you know, where, so wherever spectrum you are in, whether you know specifically, or you don't know, um, just the first step really is to just reach out to somebody, yeah. you know, whether it's a spiritual thing, um, in your, in your emotional or your physical aspect of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So that would lead us into like, you know, as you're thinking about the areas of your life, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I love strategy. And so I always kind of think about it from a strategic point of view is like, like, how do you cover your, your bases? Yeah. You know, what are the, what are the key areas? Um, and so I'm just going to kind of list off some of the core areas that I know yeah, that I for look sure. for in my own personal growth, where I want to continue to grow in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would say, uh, first of all, you know, your spiritual life, for mm -hmm. those of you that, um, you know, have a spiritual life, believe in Christ, mm -hmm. like, you know, that's an area where you want to continue to grow. And a lot of times I think I can see and I've observed in people in, in different ages uh, that it's easy. You can plateau and get comfortable, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and just rely upon maybe what mm -hmm. the pastor's saying, but there's this invitation from God. Like he wants to know us more. Yeah. And, Definitely. and because we're not perfect, that's an invitation from him to continue to grow somehow. Mm -hmm. So who, who's in your life that, and I would say those that are mentors in your life, these are yeah. people that will challenge you. Mm -hmm. These people will not just keep you accountable. And I don't always like that word, uh, but who's going to challenge you in your life to step mm -hmm. forward into yeah. the more. So there's a spiritual area. Um, obviously I would say the soul or the yeah. psychological space of our life. So our, our emotions and our mental, mm -hmm. it's a huge space. Yeah. Um, I think with a lot of clients and in my own life, because I'm old enough now, mm -hmm. um, they get towards their mid thirties to mid forties and they, people experience mid, what they call midlife crisis. Right. Yes. And the reason people are experiencing midlife crisis is because there is what I call a mental and emotional constipation. Uh, yes. So it's just a buildup of, yeah. of difficulties of pain mm -hmm. and even forms of trauma yeah. that have weighed upon your mind and your heart uh, that hasn't been processed through. Yes. And it's very actually also related to your physical body too. Yeah. Well, that's why it's so important to go after those things. Like I've had some clients where they're like, Oh, I've been having some, you know, stomach aches or gut issues and stuff. And a lot of those, you know, without going into details, like I could probably talk about that too, and you can as well, but um, there's there's a, a connection between yes. unprocessed 
pain mm -hmm. or unresolved trauma in yeah. your life. And because most of those things happen in the childhood and in the, your development years growing up, like this, there's this thing, what we call like shoving them down. Right. Right. Like, right. And you can only do so much of that. And so you go into your mid thirties and mid forties and you're like, I am so constipated right now. And you're like, yeah. there's pain. There's, there's different unknowns that are like, why am I this? Why is this, this? And why can't I relate to this? You know? And so there's, there's many other things. Right. So I believe that this is like, you know, a word for somebody yes. that's going to be watching this or listening to this, like, you know, if you're like in your, in, 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 in an area, in a season in your life where like, gosh, I can't pinpoint just one thing that's wrong. You know, like there's, yeah. I know there's something wrong and I know that there is, I need help or, you know, or I know that um, I need to reach out to somebody, but I don't know. Like I, there's not one thing, you know, that if you can't, you can't pinpoint just one thing, I bet you that's a culmination of a lot of things. And I want to invite you, you know, mm -hmm. to reach out to somebody, you know, that there is someone there out there for you that can help you. And if you're like, I don't know where to start. We are here. You know, we're an email away. Send us an email, info at coaching.com and reach out. Definitely. You know, we can help you process that, you know, process that emotional um, constipation. Constipation, baggage, yes. whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. It's just there, you yes. can, there's a pressure and there, and it comes from the stress of life too. Mm -hmm. Like it all plays into it and it builds up. And it's yeah. like, how do I relieve this? How do I bring resolve to this? Um, having somebody, to help you. And I know, I, I know specifically, and I got into right. this, we got into this line of work specifically from my perspective, uh, due to my emotional and, uh, just mental yeah. buildup mm -hmm. over the years. And it, I got to a point where I was dealing with anxiety, mm -hmm. um, and it got really intense and mm -hmm. just how to process through that. And so, yeah. you know, around seven years ago or so I had got, uh, I I'm like, dude, I need help. I need yeah. some support. Yeah. Because the yeah. system I have now, it's been doing the best that it could, but now it's for me, it's time for me to level up. Ah, that's that word again. Level, level up. up. Let's go to the next level. Yes. Uh, and so I got uh, a counselor. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, because I was deep, my mental health was dealing, uh, affecting my physical health. Mm -hmm. um, I also got a nutritionist and it yeah. I've, I went on, I started on a journey uh, of developing that space. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so needed and everybody's different what their, what yeah, their needs are. So absolutely. understanding your limitations, understanding when you're hitting a wall mm -hmm. or you feel stuck, uh, needing that extra support. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's potentially, if you haven't been able to move past something for a while, mm -hmm. it means that those that are around you have done their best yeah. to get you to where you're at. And now you need somebody else. Yeah. Yep. I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. I and I, so I probably too. want to park on that for a moment here mm -hmm. and just talk about like relationships a lot of time are just seasonal. Mm -hmm. Like yes. there, I have friends yes. that I've known for my, mm -hmm. from my childhood and, or from my college years that I still am connection with. There you go. Facebook helped me out with that, but, mm -hmm. um, but I, and I connect with once a year, maybe, um, but they've moved on with their lives. I've moved on right. with my life. Right. And I would say every five to definitely 10 years, mm -hmm. uh, my friend group and or my life team mm -hmm. has shifted. Yeah. yeah. And what's difficult a lot of times is when you have a mentor that means the world to you yes. and they taught you so much and you actually got trained up at the level where they're at mm -hmm. and you that you're kind of now like equals, even though your age might be different. Mm -hmm. I know I experienced this every, around every five years, roughly, I would have a mentor in my life because I was thinking them out. 
I was inviting them in on my journey and I would arise to a space and a level where they were at. And I'm so grateful for each one of those mentors, Mm -hmm. but because I'm so loyal, it's so hard for me to transition into looking for something that's, that I need. That's even higher. Yeah. And sometimes that's, that's, that's held me up in that stuck stage. Mm. Um, and so if that's you, I'm going to encourage you. Like, yeah, we don't, by looking for somebody else to be a, a voice and a mentor in our life, doesn't mean that we're devaluing or dishonoring, dishonoring those Absolutely. that have been that forever, been yeah. a parent, a spiritual parent, a, a mentor in our life. We have to be able to let go mm-hmm. now, not let go of the relationship because you can hold on to relationships, right. but what do you need? next yes and yes. so like so in every season i've had to be intentional to find to seek out mm-hmm. to ask god yeah. to pray for it but also then to be yeah. intentional and to reach out yeah i can pray all i want if i'm not reaching out activating mm-hmm. my my prayer my hope yeah into faith yeah. then it's not going to to happen it's not going to materialize good. yeah absolutely right Absolutely. Okay. I got I think, it. I think it's healthy, you know, cause it's like, um, relationships, if mm. they are organic, um, they go through a cycle, yeah. you know, and it's not about like, it's not every relationship has to end badly. Like it just may be like a different type of season, you know? Right. And sometimes, you know, surprisingly, the Lord will bring back that relationship in a late, like later mm-hmm. years. Cause I've been surprised myself, you sure. know, like, I've gone through mentors from when I was high school, you know, college and stuff. And, and these are like my life leadership mentors, you know, um, and because of Facebook again, you know, like um, I've, I've, I've grown them at that certain age of my life, but at the same time, like, Oh, memories would come up and then we get reconnected again. It right. may not be the same as it was before, but the value of the relationship is still there, you know, yeah. you feel the memories, you're thankful. So that's a place of being grateful and thankful for your time right. that they've spent, you know, um, you know, honoring, still honoring them with the time and the effort that they've spent with you. Because it's the same thing for us, you know, we've we've mentored and discipled so many people, yeah. and our relationships with our kids, quote unquote kids, are not the same as it was before. And it's not a bad thing. It's yeah. actually uh, for us, it's like a, we're so proud of you. For where you're at now you know some of them have surpassed what we have gone through and it's because you know like they have found that confidence yes the confidence to walk in what god has given them in front of them and we have taught them to to pursue that mm. with all of their hearts you know <laughs> definitely like what our our, our um, motto is you know like our theme yeah like life to the utmost that was our, our youth <laughs> ministry right. back then you know and we were encouraging a lot of kids to just you know, get outside of their mental box, you know, yeah. like what was possible and what's the impossible become possible. So, so it is like a flow thing. Some Definitely. of our relationships are going to stay the same, but some of them are not. So it's just like also a matter of what your season is like. Right for now. sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, we got on our soapbox. That was oh, a good I one. I love yes. that one. <laughs> so we're talking about like key ele- mm-hmm. elements or key areas of your life, like who should you have in your life? What are you looking for? Uh, I mentioned this already, like it comes, there comes a point in your life where you recognize, especially as you get older, uh, you recognize the need for your body. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned I had a nutritionist uh, and I've had friends that were also like uh, not coaches, but they were like physical 
therapists. Not even therapists, you know, people that do workout stuff. Oh, personal trainers. <laughs> personal trainers. <laughs> and in different seasons, I've I've pulled mm-hmm. upon those to actually help me. And it's so key. Yeah. Like taking care of your body is a huge thing. Not only does the Bible say that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Ah, yes. Uh, but for you to function at your best level, or I would call be the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, actually having somebody and allowing someone to speak in your life in that area is huge. Right. Uh, so I, I love this topic. I could talk about it forever. One of the other areas uh, is uh, financial. Mm-hmm. Financial is a great place to have somebody in your life right. that can speak into your life, yeah, especially if definitely. you're moving towards um, growing up. Oh, uh, adulting. <laughs> adulting. Yeah. <laughs> when you get a home, like how to save money. Yeah, absolutely. What does it look like to Invest. save? Um, Lindsay yes. is my mentor in that area. <laughs> she's got a degree <laughs> in accounting and management. Uh, and so, uh, she's been such an influence in my mm-hmm. life, other people from my parents, uh, to other yeah, mentors, your parents are great too. um, just like, what, what do we need to do next mm-hmm. in what season of our yeah. life? Uh, yeah. and to not just float through life, but like, what is my, what's my plan? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then more similar towards the, the obvious would be like professionally, like, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Liz and I transitioned out of, uh, uh, the nonprofit, uh, mm-hmm. world, uh, and we were pastors for years and, uh, we transitioned into doing our own business mm-hmm. and getting into that space. I didn't really know very much at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. My <laughs> space was more like I worked as an employee for a nonprofit or a church. Right. And so, uh, one of my prayers and one of my intentionalities was, Lord, I want to be around other entrepreneurs because that's mm-hmm. what we were doing. We were starting our coaching business, right. pursuing what we felt we were supposed to do next in our life. Uh, and, and God, like so faithful, not even within uh, a week, mm-hmm. um, connected me with uh, a gentleman who was a part of a men's group of entrepreneurs. Right. Um, at that time, there was five of them. Um, I ended up being the last one. Yay. I ended up was able to go and be a part of that. The only reason I was, a, I was able to be invited to that was because I was being intentional. Right. So one of the things that I started doing as a part of my business was pursuing relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, some of the weeks because I worked from home, I would hang out in the coffee shop. So if I would connect with people and talk with them there, I would gear up, uh, you know, conversation mm-hmm. towards connections there, uh, people in the church space and other places that people were business people. And yeah. so um, this was actually another gentleman who went to the same school as my daughters. Yeah. Their daughters went, went to the same school, uh, I believe it was. And I was, anyways, I pursued relationship with him. And from mm-hmm. that created this connection into a men's group, which I've been meeting with for over a year now, almost every single wow. Saturday, yeah. 7 a.m. Such a blessing. Yes. But this is a part, they have become an integral part of not just my community, but our community, mm-hmm. the wives also now meet right. together. Yeah. It's like this huge blessing. Um, mm-hmm. But it all has to do with our intentionality and knowing what we need. Yeah, absolutely. And being humble to say, I need some help. Yes. And I know within this group of men, we all kind of specialize in different areas. So one of the things we do is like, hey, what, where do you need help in that area? Where do you need input, suggestions, et cetera? And being open to be able to do that and to uh, elicit uh, help or support mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. 
Uh, and then kind of one of the final ones I'll mention here as we begin to wrap up is uh, relationships. Yeah. Like anybody that's married uh, for at least a year <laughs> after the honeymoon stage wears off, know that uh, when two come together, they begin to rub. And I wouldn't call those, those rubs are to, are to polish us, but nobody likes, <laughs> nobody likes rubbing. But the reality is we both have limitations, mm-hmm. be it um, uh, hangry, okay, right. at the end of the day, being tired, you know, um, having health stuff, uh-huh. working through uh, trauma, pain, triggers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, disagreements, et cetera. Like getting support in the area of uh, your marriage, if you're in a relationship, uh, is super key yeah. and important. And we've been blessed to have uh, friendships that are older mm-hmm. than us that have been able to speak into and so into our lives in the area of our relationship. Yeah. Uh, and that's so key. And then also, you know, what does it look like once you start having kids? Oh yeah. Right? That's good. And so these are all like key, I would say core areas yeah. for developing your life team. So we already talked about having different people in different mm-hmm. seasons. And I would say sometimes it's not easy to find somebody. Right. So let's say you're like, man, I really need this area. I've been praying. I've been intentional. I've been trying reaching out. I haven't found anybody. Yeah. Well, then that, that just tells you if there's, a, if there's a limitation, that just tells you that there's time for you to invest. Yeah. And that, what does that look like? Well, it looks like investing money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like investing time. Yeah. Uh, and so like for me, when I was uh, needing help um, psychologically uh, in the area of using a counselor, et cetera, like mm-hmm. there was an investment that was required for me to go to the next level. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this is like a really key thing because it's not just an investment mm-hmm. to say the word investment. It's an investment in yourself. Yeah. Because you're valuable. Yeah. And you're important. And sometimes that will, that investment will look like investing into doing a program. I know mm-hmm. we've both done ministry schools in right. the past. I, I've done college. He's done college. I've done Bible college. Uh, and so sometimes it looks like an investment into a specific program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the beautiful thing about programs and, or having somebody work with you in a specific area. So say maybe like a, a business coach mm-hmm. um, or a health coach or a counselor um, or something in the specific area where you want to grow is it, it's, a, it's an acceleration. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like you're on that stair, you're hitting the wall of that next stair and you need to ascend. And it's mm-hmm. like you step onto an escalator or an elevator and it just, whoop, it just yeah. takes you right out. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of you like struggling and trying to find the footholds in each part of that stairway to make your way up, mm-hmm. you know, programs, investing into your personal development yeah. is yeah. huge. Yeah. And I know like, yeah, there's so much to dive into this topic. You know, we may do a part two if you, if you, if you wanted to, but um, just make sure that there is an action plan, you know, like that you are actively pursuing it, you know? And so obviously our podcasts are more like an encouragement and maybe a few things here and there that you can do a DIY, do it yourself. But um, highly suggest, you know, like if you want to level up and mm. if you want to be intentional, there has to be like an investment on your part and our right. part, you know, like uh, same thing with us. So we want to encourage you, you know, as we end this podcast, like check out our programs, you know, take some time, go to our website, take some time and kind of read up on the descriptions of the programs. You know, if you're in a place where like, yeah, I do 
I don't really want to do that. You know, I want to find a community. I want to find yeah. somewhere to belong. I want to find a place where I can invest yeah. my money, my time, my resources into, okay? Not just not just like what you can do on the outside, but also investing into your inward work yeah. that would affect your relationship with yourself, your how you view yourself, you know, right. your relationship with your friends and family and coworkers. So I, we invite you to just go and read up on our coil coaching programs and see like, if there's something that's like, Oh, I want to do this, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So that's one of the things that I want to encourage you with. Yeah. And also, even if you want to just do what we call a discovery session with us, mm -hmm. um, yes. you're like, man, who, who can I trust to hold my story right. uh, and be with me in that and to direct me to what I actually need? A lot of times, like when people just come and coach with us or do a discovery session, yeah. we can either direct them to how we can support them or how one of our resources um, and, and in our network can also support them in a specific area. And so yeah. sometimes a discovery session is powerful for that. Exactly. Um, so we want to encourage you. We're starting our programs mm -hmm. in uh, September 5th. Excited about that. Um, if you want to get trained as a coach, life consultant, or grow, develop as a personal, uh, as an individual, we've got programs uh, for you. So that will end us for this time. Yay. I just want to speak a blessing over each one of you as you are listening, uh, that you are valuable. Mm -hmm. that you are important and you are you are worthy to be invested into mm -hmm. and that there's there's a group of people and there's individuals who want to sow into your life and not only that but there's people that are waiting for you on the other side of your risk mm -hmm. and to stepping out and mentoring or to support or to encourage others so we bless you and we look forward to seeing you next time bye-bye